Indiana is going to have a chance to get right against Ohio State on Friday, but is it an opportunity they're going to seize? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Thursday episode of Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Appreciate you guys tuning in, making us your first listen, wherever that may be from. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Indiana, Indiana State will meet Friday night tomorrow. As most of you are listening to this, uh, as I said in Wednesday's episode, the schedule is a little weird because IU football schedule is a little weird with a Friday night game. So we're going to do one kind of big joint preview on today's episode, looking over everything about this game and looking at some storylines to watch. And then after the game on Friday, we're going to go live to talk about the takeaways, the recap, everything about that game. So be sure you're subscribed on YouTube where we'll be live. Probably it'll be around 10 o'clock, I assume, after the game goes final. Why are we putting this all into one episode? Because there isn't a lot to talk about when it comes to Indiana State. Let's get you the basics. IU 0-1, 0-1 in the Big Ten will face Indiana State, who is also 0-1, 7 p.m. Friday night. It'll be a Memorial Stadium. It'll be on Big Ten Network. These two sides have played a number of times is what I'll say. I, I believe it's six. I, there's actually some discrepancy. There was a game in like 1925 that Indiana won, and then all the other games have been since 2003. I guess there's a game that Indiana State claims that they won that took place in like May in the 60s or something. I'm not entirely certain. Ultimately, since 2003, IU has, I would say, comfortably controlled this series aside but uh, from one game, really. But overall, Indiana is undefeated against uh, Indiana State. The last meeting between these two teams was a 28-10 win by the Hoosiers. In 2014, a game in which they jumped out to, I think it was, yeah, 21 to 3. It wasn't pretty, really. Nate Sudfeld only threw 18 times, didn't have a touchdown. Uh, D'Angelo Roberts rushed for 129 yards, but the star of the day, Tevin Coleman, 23 carries, 247 yards, and two touchdowns. And yeah, that's Indiana rushing for over 300 yards. In a single game. Will we get that on Friday? That's actually would be interesting. I think Indiana's going to run the ball a lot, even if they open up the offense more. Can they get 300 yards of rushing? I'd be interested to, to kind of look and see when the last time that would have happened because Indiana's offensive line certainly has not allowed the team to rush for 300 yards in recent seasons. And obviously with Pennix here, there was a lot more through the air stuff. So it's probably been a while since we've had a 300-yard rushing game as a team. These two sides have had some funky games. Uh, in 2013, 
kind of peak chaos team vibes from this one. IU 73, Indiana State 35. That IU team went 5-7. and seven. It, This was a wacky game. Uh, Nate Sudfeld threw for four touchdowns, was 12 of 17. Cam Kaufman played in this game, had an interception. Trey Roberson threw or completed three passes, and two of them were for touchdowns. Tevin Coleman again, 169 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, a number of receivers caught touchdowns. Ted Bolzer had two. Shane Wynn had two. Kofi Hughes had one. Uh, kind of a who's who of those chaos years. Uh, the Hoosiers just putting up points in bunches. 21 in the first, 24 in the second, 21 in the third. Again, <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time uh, Indiana has done anything close to that in point total. I, I don't imagine... They've come anywhere close to There's probably been few two-game stretches where Indiana scored 70-some-odd uh, points in a game. Uh, there was a 55-7 to game. I was just kind of looking back through these games just to reminisce. There was a game in 2007, IU won 55-7, and there was just kind of a who's who of guys that you remember. Um, Kellen Lewis ran for 63 yards in this game with a touchdown. Uh, Trey Burgess had a touchdown, a rushing touchdown in this game. Kellen Lewis threw for 285 yards and three touchdowns. James Hardy had 153 yards and a couple touchdowns. Uh, some fun games. Hopefully, Indiana will be able to have that level of offense in this one. The One, one of the interesting kind of fun storylines about this game is that Indiana State's football coach, head coach, is Kurt Mallory. And yes, he is the son of Bill Mallory, Indiana's all-time winningest head coach. I like that. I, I don't know if that was the motivating factor for bringing them in. I don't know how long Kurt Mallory's been there, and I don't know how long this game has been scheduled, but I like that this feels an awful lot like what Mike Woodson has been doing with the basketball program and like the exhibition games and some of the non-conference games he has. He's bringing back people who are associated with the program. Again, I don't know if this was intentional. Maybe it's a, a happy accident, but I like it. It's fun. I think it gives people a, a fun little storyline there to, to talk about in this one. As you can tell by what we're diving into, there is not a lot to preview about this Indiana State team. We'll give you the details on their week one game, but um, this is a bad Indiana State team. And so a lot of the focus of this game is going to be about the Hoosiers. We'll tell you what you need to know about Indiana State, though, what they did in their week one contest. We'll do all that here in just a moment. Let's first talk about one of our sponsors today, LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire feels like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You guys, I'm sure most of you listening have a LinkedIn you can head on over there, linkedin.com slash college, create your job posting, add that and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, spread that word that you're hiring, 
There's simple tools like screening questions that kind of weed out the candidates so you know who the most qualified are uh, for you to interview and then potentially hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the best qualified candidates for free. Uh, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. College football season is here in the season, uh, and this season, excuse me, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Live each Friday. Locked On is going to go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. Uh, College Football Kickoff Live will be the name of the show. It's going to cover playoff implications, conference rivalry games, go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., on any Locked On College YouTube channel, you won't want to miss it. Don't know that they're going to be talking a lot about IU Indiana State because this is a honestly an uninteresting game. Uh, Indiana State is not a good football team, and they haven't been in recent years. Uh, in Week One, they fell to Eastern Illinois who is also not a good football team and has not been in recent years. Eastern Illinois over the last three years has four wins. And yet they won 27 to nothing against Indiana state uh, in week one. It, it, it was ugly. Indiana state only managed 217 yards of offense. They had six turnovers couple of fumbles, four interceptions. Uh, Gavin Screws started the game at quarterback for them through a couple of interceptions. Evan Olay's backup quarterback, man, rough outing for him. He comes in, he only threw two passes, and both of them were intercepted. Uh, rough, rough day for, for the Sycamores. They only had 116 yards through the air. They only had 101 yards on the ground it's it was ugly and eastern illinois wasn't even necessarily that prolific offensively it was just that um indiana state was really bad and so i there's not a lot to make from this indiana state over the last couple seasons haven't really been all that good uh last year they went uh, two and nine 2021 was a little bit better. They were closer to 500 at five and six. They didn't play in 2020. Uh, and then 2019, they were five and seven. So they had some close to 500 years and they were decent for a bit of a stretch in the, the mid 2000 or 2010s, late 2010s. But even then they were 0 and 11 in 2017. So just not really that great of a program, which is fine. I mean, these are realistically this is the type of team indiana should should schedule you need to schedule an fcs team you're gonna beat any fcs team knock on wood you're gonna beat any fcs team um i prefer scheduling in-state opponents or local kind of schools 
may, might add a little bit of local flair to it, but you shouldn't really be, you need these wins to be blunt. You need these wins to try to be bowl eligible. Don't get cute with it. Just schedule someone that you know you can beat. Uh, and so seems at least part of IU's thinking in this and scheduling this game. The most notable part about this game is that it's taking place on Friday. Friday night football uh, for college. I'm going to be honest. I don't like it. Tom Allen hates it. He's made that known many times. Here's what he had to say Monday at his press conference. Quote, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Till somebody tells me to shut up. Then I'll probably say it again. Friday night football is for high school football. I agree. I don't know why the Big Ten is trying to put games on Friday night, especially games like this. Um, if the, if your choices are a Friday night local game and IU football, you're having to choose between the two, you're picking the local game. I don't know that anybody is devout enough to pick IU football and stay at home and watch it. I don't really know what the Big Ten is trying to accomplish here. It limits the audience that you're going to be available to. It hurts coaches in recruiting. I, I I know that much, and I don't know enough about college football recruiting to know if this is a dead period, stuff like that. I know coaches would much rather be watching high school games or preparing for games on Saturday than having a short week and having to play on Friday night and not being able to talk to recruits about how their game went or things like that. Nobody but TV companies likes this. And ultimately, is the only people that matter. And if the TV companies like it and if the money's there, they're going to do it. But it just doesn't make any level of sense. But I don't imagine it's going anywhere. You might get a little bit less of it, or it might be more uh, in the future with the Big Ten. USC isn't going to play someone on a Friday night and give them a short week with long travel. Um, I don't think. I actually probably say they're not going to. I shouldn't say that because the Big Ten, if if the media companies, if the TV companies want it, they'll get it. It's dumb. Don't do it. Just put the games on Saturday like any normal uh, football conference does and stop. Just stop. <laughs> but nobody's going to stop as long as the money is there. And the money is there. And so IU is playing on Friday night. What are we going to watch? What's the storylines to watch for in this game? I'm sure you guys are familiar uh, and know a number of them. I'll give you my three storylines, three things I'll be looking for in this game here in a moment. Before I do that, let's talk about today's sponsor, Game Time. If you guys are wanting to head to the game on Friday or tonight, tomorrow, whenever you're listening, Friday night, I actually was looking at tickets earlier today on the Game Time app. Spoiler, they're really cheap. Like, under $15 cheap if you guys want to go to this game. Look, if you aren't tied down to any local uh, place or local high school game, this would be a good time to go to an IU football game because a lot of people are and a lot of people aren't going to go to this game. This is a good time to potentially go to an IU football game. And tickets are very cheap right now on game time. And as I've said many times, the best part about this is you can see where your seat is going to be, what the view is going to be. Now, honestly, again, not a lot of people are going to be there. You can 
kind of probably sit wherever you want. Uh, I don't know that you're going to be ticketed that much, but if you want up close and personal seats, you can see your view on the Game Time app. It's the fastest growing app, ticketing app in the country for a reason. Buy those tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. You never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On College for $20 off your first ticket purchase. That's more than the IU football tickets. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk what storylines we're going to be watching in this one. The biggest one. I went a little broader with this, but what's this offense going to look like? There are multiple parts to this. Uh, it's more than just the quarterback battle. That's obviously a part of it. Who's going to be, or not who's going to be playing quarterback. We know Taven Jackson's going to be starting. We know Brendan Sorsby's going to get his snaps. What are they going to look like? Is this offense going to be opened up more? It seems like everybody is on the same page that they were too conservative against Ohio State. Open it up. Give these guys a chance to make some plays, to show some things, to impress, to make their name, to stamp their claim on this position. If the entirety of your game plan is read options, it's going to be really hard for either of these guys to stick out. So give them a chance to make plays. Open up this playbook. Um, is this team going to have success against a seriously undermanned team? On all fronts is the offensive line. We t we've talked about the good things they've done. Can they, they did it against Ohio state. Can they now go against an, an Indiana state team that they're going to be better than and really dominate and take that next step forward that Tom Allen talked about this week? Uh, are the running backs going to find space that wasn't there this past week? Jalen Lucas, how many times did we see him try to get to the edge and couldn't get there with the athletes at Indiana state? aren't going to be as good as the athletes that were at Ohio State. Can he find that space? Will the holes be there up the middle? Things like that. Are they going to have explosive plays, big plays? It's lacking. It, it lacked last season. It lacked last week. Those big, uh, big runs, big passes. I, I would imagine any big pass is going to be a, a shorter pass with a lot of yards after the catch. But are they going to be there? I don't care how they come. Are they going to be there? Are they going to make those explosive big plays? The offense is thing number one that we're going to be watching. That being said, the defense got a lot of praise. Are they going to be a suffocating defense this week? Slowing down Indiana State, or excuse me, Ohio State was one thing and an impressive thing. Now you're coming up against an FCS school that you're bigger than, you're faster, you're, you're all those things than. Can you dominate them? Can you completely shut them down? Indiana hasn't always had success doing that against FCS schools. Can they do that this time? This defense looked really good. Don't just take all those compliments to, to your head. I mean, ultimately, uh, it was one game, and Ohio State has its own issues on offense. I wasn't blown away by the play calling on their side either. I thought they were pretty conservative and I'd have some concerns if I was an Ohio state fan, but they weren't, that wasn't a, a typical Ohio state offense. Indiana made them look bad in some regards, but uh, they, 
Indiana needs to take that that step as well. If you come out and you're just a, a suffocating team that gets the takeaways, that hold up the WWE Championship belt, we talked about on Wednesday's episode. If you missed that, there's a really fun story about that belt. You can go back and listen to that. Every day has caught that one on Wednesday's episode. Um, is that what this defense is going to look like in this game? I hope so. I think so. But... There's still steps to take on the defensive side of the ball as well. Create those havoc plays, create more takeaways, really assert yourself. Because overall, I think one of the biggest things in my last uh, kind of storyline or thing to watch in this is, are you going to get momentum heading into the Louisville game? This Louisville game in a, about 10 days time, nine days time now is going to be a game that is going to signify a lot about what this IU season is going to look like. You need momentum heading into that game, and these games against FCS teams haven't always served as momentum boosters heading into those games. If you look back at the last two seasons specifically against Idaho, I don't know that I felt good coming out of either game. 2021, the score, and we said this at the time, that score was not indicative to how IU played. 56-14 to 14 was that one. There was a blocked punt return for a touchdown. There was a punt return for a touchdown. Uh, there were – the backups had a big uh, – I think Jack Tuttle hit a backup, A.J. Barner, for a big touchdown. So um, I didn't feel great coming out of that game, and we said it at the time, and IU promptly followed it up by losing – um, nine of its next 10 games. So, and then last season, what a, you know, what show that was against Idaho where IU was down 10 to nothing at halftime and then decided, all right, fine, we'll play and scored 35 of the next 41 points, but nobody felt good coming out of that game. And rightfully so Indiana went on and was not good the rest of the season. Uh, and save for a Western Kentucky game, they, absolutely had no business winning and a Michigan state game. They had absolutely no business winning. They were not good. So my focus is going to be, can you look good in this game and build momentum heading into the Louisville game? If you can, if you come out of this game, feeling positive, if you come out of this game with that momentum, then you're going to feel good heading into that Louisville game, which is going to shape a lot of your season. If it's like the Idaho game the last couple years, specifically last year, where it's ugly, you win, but you don't really feel good about it, there's a lot of concerns, it's going to be a rocky week heading into this Louisville game. So build that momentum. Make sure you come out of this game feeling good about yourself, feeling good that you took a couple steps forward as you should against an FCS team and you head into an important week next week feeling good about where you are as a program. Thanks as always guys for making us your first listen every day. One more time. We'll be live after the show or after the game tomorrow to talk IU football, hopefully a big win with lots of momentum built and hopefully lots of positive takeaways, hopefully some clarity on the quarterback position. There'll be plenty to discuss. So I hope you guys are there to join me to talk about it. Be sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitter. 
Leave those ratings and reviews, Spotify, iTunes, all of that. Appreciate all the support you guys give us as always. I know I say that. I really do mean it. I really do thank you guys for that support. As always, I hope you all have a fantastic Thursday. Most importantly, go Hoosiers and LEO.